Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Very good friend of mine told me something the other day. I'd like to pass it on to you. Cause I believe what he said to be true He said we're here for a good time Not a long time So have a good time The sun can't shine every day And the sun is shining In this rainy city and the sun is shining Ooh, isn't it a pity And every year has its share of tears And every now and then it's gotta rain We're here for a good time Everybody! <laughs> Not a long time So have a good time The sun can't shine every day Hello, hello, everybody. I hope the sun is shining wherever you are. And if it's not, then I hope you can create some sunshine in your life in other ways. This song just came into my awareness. If you are new here, welcome. This is the Heal Here podcast. My name is Kate, and we always start the episode with a little spiritual karaoke. This started happening at the beginning of this podcast, I just started noticing that I had random songs popping into my head and Spirit likes to give me messages through songs and sometimes the songs relate specifically to a listener. Sometimes there's an overarching message. Sometimes, yeah, there's a lyric that comes to me later in the episode that um, connects with what we're talking about. And today I feel like this popped into my head as I'm looking at the lyrics as a reminder that life is short and yeah there are going to be struggles and hardships and there's going to be tears but we aren't here for a a long time and so it's so important for us despite the challenges that we may be going through to try to cultivate joy to try to find the joy in life, even when it feels like there aren't a lot of things maybe to be joyful about or grateful for. This song is just reminding us all that this earthly experience that we're all going through is very short and everything is temporary. So if you're going through a hard time, remember that this too shall pass, but There are opportunities all around us to anchor into feelings of gratitude and happiness. And it doesn't have to mean spending a lot of money. It doesn't have to mean 
exerting a lot of energy, but we can find joy in the small things. Just for me, you know, looking at my Christmas tree that doesn't even have decorations on it, but it's lit up and having my matcha by the Christmas tree, that makes me feel joy and happiness and comfort. So I think this song is just reminding us that life is short. Do the things that make you happy. Do the things that bring you joy. And if you are going through a hard time right now, you can still find moments of joy, peace, and happiness. I'm hearing that conflicting emotions can coexist. So if you are going through that hard time, it doesn't mean everything has to be hard. It doesn't mean, like I'm hearing right now, if you have lost someone in your life, it could be a relationship has ended or a loved one has passed. That brings up extreme grief. I feel like a lot of people are grieving right now and it could be even just grieving past versions of themselves. So if you are experiencing grief right now, it can feel all encompassing. Okay, it feels like, grief can feel like, yeah, smothering. I just seeing an image of somebody can't even breathe, can't come up for air. It's just like smothering is the only word that's coming to mind. And you are being given permission today to find that joy. Okay. Even like some people almost, what I'm hearing is some people feel like if you've lost a loved one, for instance, that you can't, you cannot feel joy, like that would be a disservice or that you're not allowed to feel happiness or peace or contentment. And that is not the case. Okay. You are here to experience all the emotions and I'm hearing conflicting emotions can coexist and it's possible to be grieving and still experience moments of joy and contentedness and peace. So allow yourself to feel all of the emotions. And if you're going through a hard time, it's important to make it a priority to find some joy in your everyday life. Find some opportunities for peace because grief and sadness, like They can, again, I just keep seeing like the smothering energy all encompassing and it's like it can take over and almost trick you into thinking that you will never be able to feel some of these more pleasant emotions ever again. And what I'm hearing is whatever you're going through right now, this too shall pass. Okay. And remember that If you are going through a hard time, you are going to have to make the effort to go out and find the joy. What I'm seeing is the joy is not effortlessly coming to some people right now. If you're being challenged, you are going to have to make the effort to go find the joy, to cultivate joy in your life. So you need to treat yourself to that fancy expensive coffee if that's what brings you a little bit of joy in your life. Okay. Take the bubble bath. Okay. In the middle of the day, if that's an option. Okay. If you want to watch a comfort Christmas movie, 
and get takeout, even though you know you probably should be making food because you have all these groceries in the fridge. I'm just hearing like, be gentle with yourself right now. A lot of people are going through a hard time. And when you place these expectations on yourself, then you are just exacerbating some of the difficult emotions you're experiencing. Okay, give yourself a break. (laughs) Give yourself a little reprieve and be gentle with yourself whenever possible. Okay, just let go of some of those expectations and responsibilities. You can get to them later. Okay, you can really show up later in your power and be doing some of these things you either want to be doing or think you should be doing. You can do those later. Right now, I'm seeing the need for you to really take care of yourself and find little moments of joy for yourself in your everyday life. And it's the simple things they're saying. It is the simple things. Create rituals. Create moments of connection with yourself and with family members. You do not have to buy into the hustle and bustle. Say no to some of these invitations you're getting to every Christmas this or Christmas that. Like, Let go of some expectations right now. I don't care if you've done this for the last 20 years, 10 years. You've always gone gone to this party. You've always done this thing. This year, things may look a little different. This year, you may not be participating in the cookie exchange. Do people still do those? I've never done them, but... Maybe you love doing that. If you love doing a cookie exchange, then you go. You go to town on the cookie exchange if that brings you joy. But if the cookie exchange feels heavy to you, feels like a responsibility, feels like a thing you have to check off your list, then send the text or make the call. (laughs) Send the text is probably easier for some people. Send the text and say, you know what? I'm not able to do this cookie exchange this year. And guess what? Resist the urge to overexplain. You can just say, I'm not available for this. I'm not up to this this year. (laughs) You need to release some things from your schedule because I'm hearing some people are not even going to enjoy the holiday season. Like it's going to fly by if you don't set some boundaries. It's like, this is a season of love and peace and joy and connection. And it's like, I'm seeing that there are so many expectations and pressures that this season is going to go by and you didn't get to experience all the things that you love about this season. It's almost like you've picked up all the stressful parts and you haven't been able to engage in all the parts that you love about this season that you look forward to. So give yourself some space and some time to really enjoy this season. And again, it could be a difficult season for you if you've lost a loved one this year. This could be your first Christmas without this person or if you are 
no longer in a relationship with someone and this is your first Christmas without them. Or perhaps you've had some other significant change in your life or disruption. Perhaps you have strained relationships with people in your family and the holidays bring forth just so much added pressure and stress and knowing you have to interact with certain people that uh, I'm just feeling like, oh, this is draining. <laughs> feeling a lot of stress that some people are very stressed about some interactions coming up this holiday season. And the message is loud and clear. More boundaries need to be set. And it's interesting. I had a different, <laughs> different message that I was going to deliver for this episode or a different topic I was going to explore, but I am getting the guidance now that the focus needs to be on boundaries over the holidays. And I think we touched on this in last week's episode, but it's coming back again is around gift giving during the holidays and the need to set some boundaries on that because I'm hearing that the gift giving is causing financial pressure for some people, financial stress. And that is one way that some people are having like the joy being kind of taken away from the holiday season because they're so stressed about gift giving and also the time it takes to, you know, find the right gifts and everything around just the ritual of gift giving. And they are saying that you can give the gift of your presence. And I think that that came up last week. They're giving this to me again for a reason. Somebody needs to hear this again, I think. But your presence is the only present that really you need to give someone. And some people may say, well, giving gifts is my love language. My understanding of the love language is, is that we have a love language and that's how we feel love. Okay. And so you giving a gift, that might be how you show love, but like, that's not necessarily how the recipient of the gift receives love. So if you are giving all these gifts as a way to show love, I get that. But if someone, I guess what I'm hearing right now is that do not take it personally. If someone tells you that they can't do the gift exchange this year, somebody needs to hear this. Do not take this personally. If someone tells you that they do not want to do the gift exchange this year, you have to realize it has nothing to do with you and you need to respect their wishes. And they're bringing into my awareness that some people, and this is not everyone, don't, <laughs> don't uh, shoot the messenger here. This is what they're showing me to become aware that in some dynamics, in some relationships, gift giving and over giving is actually sometimes, not always, sometimes a form of manipulation in that I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving, and you owe me, you owe me something. And so if you set a boundary with someone 
around gift giving and they do not respect that boundary and they give the gift anyhow, they're telling me to just be aware of the dynamics in your relationship. Okay, because if it's somebody always giving you something that can give control maybe to that person within the relationship and put you on the, um, you being on the receiving end is almost like you are constantly indebted to this person. And maybe they're giving you physical gifts, but you are giving them, you know, the control of the relationship in some way. I don't know. This is just what I'm hearing right now. So it's not necessarily the case for everyone. Some people love giving gifts. And again, that's how they show love. Okay. Just like some people cook for others. And like, for instance, I cooking healthy foods for my family is a way that I show love, like cooking for people. But when they're, they're telling me now, like if people who cook for other people and are forcing their food and pressuring people to have a second helping, like they're saying a line can be crossed. So people can healthfully give gifts if that's the way that they show love. But when someone says no, like, no, I don't want a second helping or no, I do not want to exchange gifts this year. And then there's a reaction from this person, a negative reaction or pressuring then it's time for you to take a step back and look at the dynamics of your relationship because there could be something unhealthy, some unhealthy dynamics at play. So somebody needs to hear this. Let me know. If this resonates with you, let me know because I feel like somebody really needs to hear this during this holiday season. They are showing me that some people are going to have a really hard time setting boundaries, especially in the holidays, if their family is very enmeshed. And when a family has difficult with true intimacy and being vulnerable with each other, then they will become very enmeshed, which often looks like a lack of boundaries. That makes them feel close because they cannot engage in true intimacy and going deeper with family members. So oftentimes they become enmeshed and there aren't a lot of boundaries. So if you have people showing up at your house unannounced, And it's funny, it's showing me this reel I saw this morning that I was just like, why is society, I feel like society really normalizes enmeshment and lack of boundaries. Like society is totally pushing that this is normal and okay. And so a lot of people aren't even aware. Uh, I follow somebody, well, she's got a lot of followers. You may follow her too, Danny Austin on Instagram and so she had a reel with her mom and it was like her most recent reel and it said like when your mom shows up unannounced again and it's like she and her mom are dancing and it's you can tell it's like a really like positive thing and then it's supposed to be a funny reel and then the husband is like 
looking out through the window and then just like the look on his face and like shutting the curtains. And to me, I was like, this feels, (laughs) this feels problematic, but like, I feel like society encourages enmeshment and codependent dynamics. And you may be triggered hearing this because you may be in a family where people do show up unannounced and they perhaps don't respect your privacy. And so if that has been normalized to you, this is probably going to perhaps trigger you in some ways because that's how your family dynamic has always been. Oh my gosh, we're family. We don't knock before we go into somebody's room. We don't call before we show up. We're, we're family. And what I'm hearing is that like dysfunctional behaviors can be swept under the, the rug and they're showing me the rug being we're family (laughs) when it's important for families who are close and healthy to have these boundaries. If you are family, then it should be okay that you call before you drop over or you text or, you know, you ask the other person if it's okay before you come over. But society has normalized codependent dynamics and enmeshment so much that a lot of people think that this dynamic is healthy and that it's a sign of a very bonded family, a tight family, when all it is is a sign of no boundaries. So if this is triggering for you and you want to turn this off, that's fine. Or if you don't agree, that is fine. This is just what's coming through today that we need to normalize setting more boundaries within our families and having these conversations. And these conversations are going to be difficult at first. What I'm seeing is this going down the line, like the ancestral line. This is a generate like this is a generational pattern that needs to be broken because this is just your family. This is your grandparents, your great grandparents, your great great grandparents. Like if this is how your family has been operating, it it didn't just start with you. Okay, oh, I'm hearing, is there a book called It Starts With Us or something like that? Because I'm hearing that title. It's some type of title. If not, well, It Starts With Us, I feel means like, let's start something new. <laughs> let's break some of these patterns and create a healthier family unit where we talk about things. We're not sweeping things under the rug. I'm seeing a lot of families are sweeping things under the rug because they don't want to have the hard conversations. They do not want to have the difficult conversations. Sometimes it's to appease one member of the family. Like, oh, don't say anything to so-and-so. We don't want to, they're going through a lot right now. We don't want to rock the boat. Like they're showing me that some people are tiptoeing around certain members of their families, walking on eggshells. And there's always a reason I know you're going to say, well, this person has this going on or that, that going on. Like I, 
they have too much on their plate right now. Like I could never, I could never say anything like I, and it's like, okay, you don't have to be, you don't have to be rude. And they're saying it's not rude. Just because this person in your family has something going on doesn't negate your needs, doesn't negate how you're feeling. Everybody's going through something right now. Like, have you, have you turned on the news? I hope you haven't, because I haven't. <laughs> From what I hear in bits and pieces, and some may call that ignorant with regards to the news, but I have come to realize what the news is trying to do, and I am not, I am not playing into that game. So if you are in a family that sweeps things under the rug, doesn't like to ruffle feathers of certain family members, avoids conflict, then this is going to be extremely difficult for you. You may be ostracized. You may become the black sheep if you start to stand up for yourself, if you start to set boundaries because your family has existed for a long time not setting boundaries, okay? And you are going to rock the boat if you try to do this. A dysfunctional family wants to continue the dysfunction. And what I'm hearing is like, you, your fa- <laughs> do you think your family is the only dysfunctional family? No, there's dysfunction in every family, okay? It doesn't matter what you see on Instagram, this perfect family, that's, it's a facade. There is dysfunction in every family. It can show up in different ways. But if your family has been operating this way for a long time, when one person wakes up to the dysfunction and wants to become healthy, then they will realize that the family unit and the dysfunction within it is the thing that has been contributing to them being unhealthy. Okay. And, and once you wake up to this, it's going to be difficult not to see this the dysfunction and you can bide your time is what they're saying for a little while, but they said, eventually you are not going to be able to tolerate this environment. It's not going to be an energetic resonance. So you're going to have to do something about it. And what I'm hearing right now is for some people who are listening to this today, this is coming through today because this is your sign that it's time. It's time. You're strong enough to speak your truth. You're strong enough to stand up for yourself. You're strong enough to set a boundary. You're being reminded that you are loved so much. You are loved unconditionally. And you're being reminded of this because unfortunately, sometimes within family units, when you set a boundary to stand up for yourself and protect yourself, 
Some people are going to withdraw their love from you. You will see that love can be conditional. And that is going to hurt. It is going to hurt so much. But you are being reminded that there is love and support that exists all around you. You are never alone, even if you feel like it. Even if you feel like you've been abandoned, you are so supported. You are so loved. And today, you are being sent just so much healing energy. I'm being <laughs> guided to invoke some of my Reiki symbols and my bridge frequency to infuse this podcast infuse my words to surround you with love and positive energy as you embark on this holiday season and you are being encouraged to show up differently to start putting yourself first and you're also being reminded that you are not responsible for how others react when you set a boundary, when you speak your truth. And when you're speaking your truth, obviously you can speak your truth in a kind way from your heart. Okay, when you speak, they're encouraging you to speak from your heart. Okay, and use iMessages. I don't know if you're familiar with iMessages, not the iPhone kind. I used to teach my high school students about this using an iMessage. So when you are having a difficult conversation with someone, Always use an I message. So you lead with I instead of you. When you lead with you, people tend to get their back up, their defenses up. Okay. And for example, like when you do this, when you do that, when you do this, you know, you, when you start with you, people are going to feel attacked. That's going to be a natural human reaction to feel attacked. When you start with I, you lead with I. I feel stressed when you show up to my house without letting me know in advance because sometimes I'm in the middle of something and I have to stop what I'm doing and change my plans. In the future, could you please check in before you drop over? Okay, that's an example of... An I message, you lead with I, I feel because you're focusing on your feelings, okay? And it's diffusing the situation immediately by, by leading with your feelings. I feel when you, and then the third part is in the future, could you? So it's focusing on your feelings, part one. Part two is identifying the behavior that is the issue. And three is, setting the stage for the future. Okay. I forgot about these I messages. Thank you spirit for bringing them into my awareness today. I need to be using them as well. So I'm hearing the I message is going to be your BFF when you're setting some boundaries over this holiday season. You can also be setting boundaries around conversations. Like I am not available to talk about politics or, you know, any of these hot button 
topics because if you were coming together with family, like big groups of people and maybe relatives you haven't seen in a long time, you only see once in a while, like, I don't know. It seems like sometimes when people don't have a lot to talk about, (laughs) you know, if you don't know someone super well, you're not talking to them all the time. What I'm hearing is like politics is universal or like what's going on in the news. Like some of these hot button topics feel like, okay, everybody can weigh in on them. Everybody can contribute, but they're saying like, this is obviously not going to be conducive to a peaceful, (laughs) peaceful holiday gathering. So if you find the conversation turning to some of these hot button topics, you can excuse yourself. And they're saying you don't always have to use your words. You don't have to assert yourself. And and they're showing me some people who actually do set boundaries during the holidays and, and you know, they're using their voice and saying things like standing up for their beliefs, but they're saying it's contributing to the drama and the polarity they're saying if that's you and you you getting pulled into and triggered into certain conversations that you are being called to gray rocket like be a gray rock do not react and if that's not possible that you can excuse yourself i'm seeing you excuse yourself from the table go play with the cat or the dog or the baby <laughs> go play with the kids go outside for a breath of fresh air, go start the kitchen cleanup. So just remove yourself from some of these charged situations. You will thank yourself the next day because I'm hearing that some people get pulled into these conversations and they have the best intentions going into these gatherings and they tell themselves, I'm not going to do this. And then they end up getting in a heated debate with someone and then feel guilty about it and ruminate about it like for days after. And I'm hearing for some people this can happen because they've, you know, drank some alcohol because (laughs) they have social anxiety, you know, meeting up with some of these relatives. So they're drinking and then it ends up, you know, leading to them saying things that they wish they hadn't said. So they said, you know, maybe try to limit your alcohol use if you can. And I know that's difficult. Like I'm coming up on five years alcohol free, but believe me, you, (laughs) I relied on my wine during the holidays for a very long time. And in a lot of social situations, I definitely use wine, um, to quell my social anxiety So if you're struggling with that, I see you, I have been there. And for me, letting go of alcohol, yeah, it's sure it's been uncomfortable. Like, you know, of course I feel uncomfortable in certain social situations. I don't have my crutch anymore, but I feel more in control and I don't have the regret. Sure. I do say some some stupid things. And I'm awkward and say things. I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? (laughs) Why did you say that? Um, But not to the extent of when I was drinking. So just a reminder that's coming through from spirit right now that during these 
family gatherings, if you do get social anxiety, um, you may want to see if you can limit your alcohol use because I'm hearing for some people it's contributing to the problem, um, contributing to drama um, within your family unit during the holidays. So just be aware of that. If things are awkward, perhaps maybe have some type of game on hand that has no potential <laughs> for drama, like, I don't know, Uno <laughs> or Crib. Are you from the Maritimes? Do you play Cribbage? I don't even remember. I just know about getting skunked, but I need to learn how to play again. How many people play Crib? Maybe that can create some fights in families. I don't know. Or charades or something. Like, have something that can engage people without creating, <laughs> you know, drama without having situations where these hot button topics are coming up. And so that people can be involved without needing to talk about some of these things or gossip or just engage in lower vibrational conversations. So I'm not a games person. So, you know, this, you know, this isn't coming through me because <laughs> I am not a gamer. I repeat, not a gamer. Um, but this is just the suggestion that is coming through today from spirit. So take the recommendations that resonate and leave the rest behind. I feel like this transmission today is complete. Again, I was not going to talk about this. I was going to talk about Ascension symptoms because I have been getting whooped <laughs> by Ascension symptoms all week, like zero energy. It's been wild. And my, my house is full of sickness with my two kids, but I have no, like none of their cold symptoms. They've had fever and cough and all the things. Mine is just extreme, extreme tiredness, like fatigue. And I know, I know it's an Ascension symptom. Um, so I've just been laying low all week. I honestly did not think that I was going to get this recorded today because I have been doing nothing other than taking care of the people who are unhealthy in the house and as well sitting my butt on the couch. I think like my kids of being sick has allowed me, you know, given me a reason to just not do anything. And that's what my body has needed. Anyhow, I hope your family is healthy and healthy for the holidays. And I hope that you can find the joy and peace within your everyday life. Even if you're going through a hard time right now, just make it your priority to find those little pockets of peace and joy because they exist. Even if you can't readily see them. Sometimes you have to do a little digging. You have to make the effort to find them when life feels particularly challenging. So if you are going through a rough time, I see you. I'm sending so much love to you, especially during this holiday season, because I know that can sometimes exacerbate things for people. I'm not sure if I'm going to take a little break from the podcast for the holidays. I, I may not show up um, next week or the weekend. I don't know. I got to look at the schedule here. <laughs> I got to see the dates here. I, I should probably take a week. I hesitate too, because I haven't taken a week off in a year from the podcast. And I'm excited that I'm coming up on my one year anniversary soon. Again, if you could download 
this episode and any episodes, all the downloads really help my podcast um, with visibility. And I have a little goal and I'm excited to share, but I just need more downloads. So keep downloading. Don't stream, download. Please, if you listen to my podcast, the energetic exchange would be to hit download first. I would be so, so grateful. Uh, just a reminder that there's lots of exciting things um, in store in the new year for Oracle Lightworker Healing. I have my Reiki Level 1 and 2 training coming up in January, and you can start learning today. What a beautiful gift to give yourself. I've been giving my daughter Reiki. like she's When she's sick, she's asking for it all the time. And then if you follow me on Instagram, my husband will then take over the Reiki shift when he gets home and he just, you know, they're sitting on the couch and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a huge, crazy ritual. You can turn the Reiki on. Okay. I call it Reiki on the fly. I don't call it that. Everybody calls it that. If you're into Reiki, you've heard of Reiki on the fly and you can start channeling the energy when you're watching TV together. Okay. It doesn't have to be an elaborate ritual. The energy, once you're attuned to the energy, you literally have access to it at all times. It is the number one thing I have in my mom tool belt is to have access to this energy when my kids are sick, when they're injured, okay, going through a hard time emotionally, not sleeping. Moms, you need this in your toolbox. I have used this with my kids and it helps with sleep so much. Reiki is so supportive for sleep. They always have the best sleeps. And you, you can, if you are a Reiki two practitioner, you can send the Reiki distantly. Like if I'm not always channeling the Reiki before bed, like laying down with her, like sometimes, a lot of times, if I'm being honest, I'm in bed first <laughs> all the time, really. And she'll say, as I'm falling asleep, can you channel Reiki to me before you go to bed? And I, and I'll do that distantly as part of my wind down routine. There'll be some nights where she specifically asks, can you come give me Reiki? Like she wants me in her bed giving her Reiki, but um, oftentimes I'll just can channel it from my bedroom. So it's such a beautiful tool, so convenient. And whenever your child is hurt or upset, it's like, would you like some Reiki? You can turn it on. And just as you're hugging them and holding them, you are giving them this beautiful frequency and it is such a gift. So if you want to give that gift to yourself or your family for the holidays, um, it is still, the training is still on pre-sale. So you can find the link in the show notes. I also have Reiki master training coming up, which just takes everything to a whole new level. That is where my gifts opened up. It's like crazy where I realized, oh wait, I am a medium. I can connect with people from the other side. What is happening right now? It literally opens up your clairs and connects you in a way to the spirit world that I didn't think was possible for me. It was a game changer. <laughs> so if you're willing and ready to take the next step um, on the spiritual path, I'd love to have you in the Reiki Master Training. And as well, I have my bridge 5D Ascension Akashic Records training coming up, which is going to be lit. <laughs> Why am I saying lit? It is going to be off the chains. Wait, what are these words coming out of my mouth right now? <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Like the energy's building for this. I am so excited um, to share the Akashic Records and the information and guidance and wisdom from the Akashic Records with my students. 
5D, like the new earth is all about self-sovereignty and becoming empowered and not having to look outside of yourself for guidance and being able to access the Akashic records is another game changer. (laughs) Being able to heal yourself, like self, having access to self healing and all the wisdom from the Akashic records, these two things together, like are crucial for you stepping into self-sovereignty. So if you'd like to bundle the two, like Reiki level one and two with the bridge or master training with the bridge, send me a DM. I will set you up or hook you up with a a special deal. If you really want to step into your power for 2024, I would love to be your guide. I would be honored. And let me know if you have any questions. Okay. DM me, let me know, but I would love to be your guide in 2024 because trust me, (laughs) feeling into the energies for 2024, we need to be empowered. Okay. We need to be empowered as individuals for the year ahead. Okay. So you need to equip yourself and be prepared energetically, spiritually for what lies ahead. And I'm not saying this in a scary way. I'm saying this in a way that it's important for you to step into your power right now. Okay. You are being called. And if you feel the nudge, it is for a reason. So let me know. I can give you more details if you need them. But I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Remember, set the boundary. I am, if you feel like you have no one on your side, guess what? I am here. I'm on your side. I am cheering you on. Send me a message and tell me the boundaries you've set, and I will cheer you on. Okay. (laughs) I'll be your boundary cheerleader. I see you. You're not selfish. You are stepping into your power and I love that for you. I freaking love that for you. So good luck. (laughs) Godspeed. (laughs) And I will see you soon. Not sure when. Check back here next Friday. Make sure you're signed up to my email list because that's where you will always get the updates. Who knows what will happen to Instagram. Um, I'm not on Facebook. My TikTok is, uh, let's just say, barren. (laughs) So if the metaverse decides to turn against me, although I am verified for that reason because I already lost a Facebook account, I pay for the checkmark because I do not want to lose my Instagram. (laughs) I already went through the Facebook thing and know that that's a possibility. So hopefully I'm good to go with Instagram, but you never know. So My email list is the only thing that I really do own per se. And so if anything ever happened, I'd love to stay in touch with you. So please be sure that you are signed up to my email list. If you want an easy way to do that is to click on the free guided inner child meditation. And then you get, you get some inner child healing, Reiki infused inner child meditation, and you'll automatically be added to my email list. So that's that. That is all. So long, farewell. Do 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 know what I'm saying? Yes, you know. Goodbye, farewell. I don't know. Say adieu, adieu, adieu. From you and you and you. 
Okay, I need to go now. I hope you are still, if you're still here, you're a rock star. Um, I appreciate you and I can't wait. Can't wait to see what's in store for 2024. Okay, bye y'all. Oh yeah, bye. Okay, I'm hyper. Gotta go. Bye.